0: try to calm that thing down okay we are live we're live in living color wow it's two references to the same show that's pretty wild Mm -hmm. you look you look mysterious today I'll yeah, turn, wear it on the. I'll turn my hat. Backwards. Wait, take your take your hat off, for the folks. What's wrong with that? My hair? Look at all that thick. It looks great. No, it's going back on. I'll just go like this. Now you're like a, you're like a pastor of the of the next generation. With my hat backwards. Of the kids. What up? What's up, fellow youth? youth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if you went just for men, you could pass for college. Just for men, you know. If I dyed all my hair? Yeah. Is that dye? Is that what that is? Just for men? Yeah. yeah. That's hair dye? Oh, what else would it be? I don't know. what you call it? I don't know. You should do it. All those pictures of you from seven years ago?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have darker hair.
0: You're like the president. <laughs> you're like the president after an eight-year term. It's like, wow. <laughs> what happened to Pastor? He's aged. Yeah. <laughs> a lot can happen. You in, have it. In your 30s. You oh, those, no. Yeah, I look the same.
1: You do. No, All those pictures from the anniversary, like, you're the exact same.
0: Huh. Yeah. I disagree. I thought you'd say that I was thinner now.
1: Were you heavier
0: then? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Big, fat, heavy guy. No, I wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Fairly similar. But, yeah, just for men. Just brush it in. Yeah. But everybody would notice that. Well, it's you not like do I could, like, room. just
1: come in one day, not no, great, and everybody would be like, oh, what, oh, that's normal. Here's what you
0: do. You shave. Clean yeah. shave. That'll last six hours. No. <laughs> Like Homer Simpson. <laughs> it does. I don't have that problem. But okay, so you shave. But people typically see you Sunday morning, right? So you shave Sunday morning. And then you just keep doing that gradually. And then about three to six months in, you start letting it grow back. But every, you know, just brush that stuff in or whatever you do. And yeah. then, yeah.
1: Do you have any gray
0: hairs? Yeah. Do you pluck them? No. Out of my head? Yeah. I wouldn't pluck. I wouldn't pull a hair out of this head. <laughs> hanging on to every every last strand, man. Like, <laughs> grim death. I'm holding on to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, they're in there somewhere. I don't know. I think. So,
1: you mentioned our seven-year anniversary. Yes. What are
0: some of your favorite stories from those beginning days? Oh. I, you know, not to be, you know, just not to romanticize it, but just the closeness of the families, Mm. you know, um, you could tell that we were all from, from early on pretty, pretty well on the same page Mm -hmm. with regard to the why. Yeah. And also, um, you know, just the bullet points of what, what that worship could be. And, And how could it impact the community? The things that we weren't locked step on were the name, yeah, location, Mm -hmm. um, but that was really it, yeah, yeah. So I think just the closeness of those families Mm -hmm. was was special. And um, yeah, how about
1: you? Oh, that like lead up to our start and that first year were special. I think of things like the parades. Remember, we did those par- the Millard parade that yeah. was like 110 degrees? Yeah. And Matt
0: Star Wars themed? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Matt Mueller was in that Chewbacca outfit and mm-hmm. 110 degrees. Yeah. I remember we got to the end of the parade. He takes his hat off and he is like as blood red as you- his face is just. Yeah. And then we didn't have a way to get back. We didn't plan it out. We didn't have a way to get back to our cars. Right. So we had to put all the kids and us in the trailer hmm And just yeah, because that yeah.
0: trailer was nice and cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we had the door like cracked open to get air as they drove us back. Yeah.
0: That Gray Cell really cares about kids.
1: Yeah. Put <laughs> us all in a trailer. <laughs> and uh Yeah, in those beginning Noah days, man,
0: mm-hmm. when we were just starting. It was cool seeing all the all the kids too. The pictures oh, of the yeah, kids. Oh yeah, how little really they little. were. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They grow up fast in seven years. Yep. But then I mean like there there were great stories, like our first Christmas, you know, we started in September and our first Christmas I I decided to try two services. We'd always been at one service, mm-hmm. you know, leading up to it and I was like, Hey, Christmas, probably gonna get a bigger number. We'll do two services. <laughs> and everyone came to the first and we had zero people come mm-hmm. to the second service. Yeah. It was just the volunteers that had so we had like a i think the getzes were on hospitality and we had like mark kicker for as the elder and greeter Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like it was just them and so we did a whole service just like that and so the next year i decided to do just one service and that was a huge mistake and we literally i mean anyone that was there just remembers that christmas because we we literally just put chairs in the middle of like the gaps of the tables to just like f- fill the and there was there was no room to walk there was no we got everybody in and we had people with like their feet on the stage because there wasn't even enough room like for their feet to be down like they were just yeah and it was like yeah we should have done two services <laughs> like there's just there's a bunch of fun little stories out of the beginning but but i'm with you like that first couple couple months of getting going that was fun Mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun
0: because when did you officially move here
1: november 2015 okay is when i moved here Mm -hmm. and then uh for the next nine months we we uh planned out grace hill you know and um so for like six months well until easter it was just the seven families the dream team yeah that were dreaming up the name, dreaming up. And like you said, that was the biggest conflict. I was the only one that voted against Grace Hill out of the seven families. That's. Did you vote against Grace Hill? Yeah. I wanted Lone Tree. You remember? I wanted Lone, Lone Tree? So I had, well, I mean, you're looking at hundreds of names, you know, when you go through that process. Mm-hmm. And there was a uh, a recording studio in Nashville mm-hmm. called Lone Tree, and they had this awesome graphic. And I was like, you know, lone tree being like so it's like plagiarism essentially. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, uh, you know, the all of our futures were you know, one on a tree. You know, the lone tree. You know, like it, there was just like a lot you could play with that theme. And there was this graphic I really liked. And uh, but I remember it was a, a Mer, Amanda Reiser that was like. That sounds like a place you go to die, mm. and I was like, "Well, that's done." Yeah, so, it, it does have sort of a depressing. It does. She was right.
0: Feeling too. And then
1: yeah, Grace Hill. Like I, I mean, as soon as we got that graphic back, yeah, like it was perfect. Yeah, you know, I, I was I was sold on Grace Hill. Yes. I mean, that was perfect, mm-hmm. and uh, um, yeah, and but I was I was against it at the beginning, but you guys were right. The others. The other seven families voted for it, and uh, and it it's been special, you know, to to be a part of this journey mm-hmm. and see where this is going. And
0: we did we labored over the name, though. I feel like oh, yeah. it was months. Yeah, which is yeah crazy.
1: But you just, it's yeah. like one of those things.
0: Is like it, it's so important, but is it? Yeah, it is, but.
1: It, you know, it it is it, it is and it isn't. You're right. Because like, there's a couple churches that have planted, I'm not going to call them out, but there's a couple <laughs> churches that have planted recently and you just hear their name and you go, that's never going to take off. Because people aren't going to say, that's my church. Like when you have this gimmicky name or this, you know, just totally irreverent name, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. You know, people aren't going to say... Oh, that's my church, you know, blank church. Um, so you got to pick a name that actually works, you know. But then on the flip side, you know, it's kind of like baby names. You worry so much about baby names. Mm-hmm. And then you realize that the baby makes the name, not the name makes the baby, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it's the same with the church, yeah. too. Like, we just needed a name that wasn't a distraction. And then mm-hmm. it works. You know? And one that people could spell. And one that could, yeah all that kind of stuff you got you gotta pick a smart name uh, and uh the thing yeah when when Easter came around, we invited people to join with us and had that launch team, you know, and uh that was a hundred people, it was fifty seven adults and forty three kids mm-hmm. so a perfect literally a perfect hundred, yeah, um, we had a lot of kids out of the gate, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, those, those first, spe- we did like two or three, like practice, two s- practice services, like where it was just us, mm-hmm. you know? And then, yeah, we, we opened and that was, that was awesome. Those beginning days at Noah where we would have to set up and tear down and yeah, but it, it was beautiful. Cause when you only had one service, like people stayed for like 45 minutes afterwards mm-hmm. talking and then we'd start cleaning up and
0: yeah. Yeah. Something that we, that we're cognizant of and 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 being intentional about with with regard to the new the new building is you know space for people to be able to do that yeah
1: that that is the thing i'm one of the things i'm most excited for with the new building is we have a huge lobby area Mm -hmm. where you know i hope when i get done with service i walk out you know to greet and people are still there from the last service you know like just hanging out and talking like that's and we're gonna have like a little coffee bar Um, like a legit coffee bar where you can get like regular coffee, but also like specialty drinks and, um, so that people stay and hang out and talk. Yeah. Um, we're also going to have like a little half gym. That's going to be fun. So that Aaron and I can finally settle who the better player is. You know, people
0: ask me about that, like this weekend even. Oh yeah. People still ask me about it.
1: We we ought to do a a fundraiser for the youth. Yeah. No. Me versus you. No. Yeah. You don't want to lose in front of everybody. Is that what it is? You have everything to lose. I don't. I have
0: nothing to lose. You're 50 years old. If I beat you, you're Then you you're beat pride. a 50-year-old man. Okay. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the, my standard response to everybody is it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. Why? Because the relationship will not. Oh, you don't think we can handle whoever loses? Well, ne- I don't think that you'll be able to handle it, no. <laughs> I somebody said everybody thinks you're going to win because you're tall everybody thinks that yes well not everybody
1: well I'm not saying me okay. I'm saying everybody thinks you're going to win because, because you're tall because of my
0: height yeah oh, well that's silly it is I've, I've it's played not because my... I'm tall it's because I'm better <laughs> <laughs> who told me who had a somebody came up with the idea they're like well Justin played college tennis yeah like, you guys should do, like, a multiple... Oh, we should. Yeah, like a multiple event. Yes. And I was like, how is that any better? <laughs>
1: I, yeah. You think you'll beat me at tennis? Yeah. Why? How often do you play tennis? Pre, how Presently? How often do you play? Not at all, but I played <laughs> college
0: tennis. Well, I played I tennis in three college, I was 17. Too. <laughs> Were were the three matches that you won Were they forfeits No only one of them was (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding No (laughs) Due to injury Halfway through I was like Well That's because you probably I worked him You said exactly Side to side About the other two I won Yeah but tell me about Who Tell me about your competitors (laughs) What is supposed
1: to mean you think like i'm playing like somebody with one leg or something no. hopping out there i i beat college player yeah i mean it's d3 what's none wrong with of d3? us are scholarship what's wrong with d3 i mean i'm saying no no one's like yeah they're p- probably people like me that were just like Psh, yeah okay i'll play tennis i got nothing to do and I won. <laughs> and even in my losses, it, I mean, I got I got crushed plenty of times. But I mean, uh, some of my losses, I I want to say
0: they're competitive. Two. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun sport.
1: Well, not until senior year. I didn't get competitive until senior year. Because I, I started as a sophomore. Oh, okay. And I only played maybe a couple matches that year, like two or three. Because I wasn't. I, I I didn't make the travel team. Right. Well, I, I traveled, but I would only do like doubles. Mm-hmm. Um, doubles is fun. I, I actually liked doubles more because I played with my roommate, and like we just had like kind of a chemistry. See, that's
0: what we need to do: play doubles. We need to play doubles, either tennis. Some actually, somebody said, "Well, pickleball," because we're old. Yeah. So, pickleball. I would play pickleball. We play doubles pickleball, and like this is an two, open two, challenge. This is now to because, anyone, not to anyone. Yeah, we'll play anybody. No, pickleball. Pick, I'm picking. Oh, like you and me on one team? Yes. Oh, well, we kill everybody. We'll challenge. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it could be is like we could challenge. If it's a youth fundraiser, then you and I could do a series of sports and uh, against the youth. It's like two on two, whatever it happens to be, like two on two pickleball, two on two basketball. You don't two think on we can bags. handle playing each other because no, of us is going to No, we're too
1: much alike. I think you can't handle it if I beat you. But you could. I could handle it. Really? In certain sports.
0: No. No. And you're my boss. So? So. I'm not going to throw it. <laughs> like people are like, like, "Well, you can't let your got to let your boss win." No. no. I would never I, let you. I would win.
1: not let you. I would want you to give Crush me Crush you. <laughs> I would want you to try.
0: I'd probably try what, a What bit.
1: sports do you think you can beat me at? Tennis. Wait. You think you can beat me at tennis? How long do we want this to go? You think you can beat me
0: at tennis? <laughs> yeah. Basketball? Yes. Uh, football, if it was like a... Uh, it's a one-on-one. It can be one-on-one. You you know where you lay on your back with the ball? Yeah. And the defender, like your helmet to helmet? Yeah. And they blow the whistle and you got to get up and try to Hit? score. Yeah. You think you could just beat me at football? Yeah. In football. Okay, that's yeah. three. What be- else? What
1: about baseball? Like if we just Ooh. had, like just pitching I don't think and so. hitting? I'm... I'm that's
0: a sport that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not good at at all. Okay, what about golf? No, no, I'm terrible. At golf? Yeah. Okay. What about swimming? I mean, you're not good either, but... No. Uh, I don't know how to swim.
1: I pet better than you.
0: You are an amazing putter. I, I do. Yeah. You don't know how to swim. Well, I know. I mean, I, I understand the okay. mechanics of it, but... Swimming. Uh, soccer. What about one-on-one? Oh, yeah, i take it in soccer.
1: You think you can beat me in soccer? Like if we just did like a shootout? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Totally. Wow. Okay. See, like it's already happening. You challenge already accepted. can't handle it. The no, fact, I'm excited the fact because you, I like no, to be for the you other to know, no. For you to like even come to the terms of the of like understanding that I think I'm better at you, better than you at all these things, you already can't handle it. Your no, blood I love is the challenge. right now. You're, I'm not angry. Mm. I'm excited because
1: I know I can beat you at some of those. <laughs> Swimming. Oh, I
0: crush you at swimming. How about rowing? Like a ooh, that'd be fun. Like a rowing competition. Where would we get a row thing? A row thing? Well, you gotta get one of those skinny boats. No, rowing machine? Like, no rowing. Those are sweet. Oh, we we'll just go on a machine? Yeah, we just like it. as far as you can go for sixty seconds or whatever, or three minutes or five minutes. <laughs> you
1: would have me in endurance. I, I I know that. Anything that's endurance. Do you think I'm like brittle and like slow? No. I think you do. I think I have more. I first off, I weigh more than you, so I have more force. <laughs> you don't weigh more. <laughs> yes, I do. You weigh what? Like one eighty? Oh, almost. See, yeah, I'm one ninety five. Well, what are we gonna do about that? About me losing weight? Yes. Are you jogging right now? Jogging? No, You're, not yet. Are you running? I'm wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do the job before you can run. I'm going to do the uh, couch potato to 5K okay. in the spring, so that I'm like oh. in peak shape going into. <clears throat> but right now, just the exercise so coaching, and then I'm walking. I, I take Maddie on like two mile walks. Ooh. So I, I That's mean, actually
0: I, really good. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting some exercise. Did you ruck? What's a ruck? The thing where you like wear uh, weighted vest and walk. Why would I do that? Eric, Eric Frohart oh. is is rucking. I. He's organizing rucks. Okay. Do you want to go ruck? How how heavy of a twenty pounds. Why
1: would I wear an extra twenty pounds?
0: (laughs) You already are. (laughs) That's
1: that's what I was thinking. I'm already rucking thirty fives, (laughs) okay. Okay, let's get to Sunday now. Let's get to Sunday. Opposition.
0: Opposition. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) All right. Do you have enemies? Of course. Yeah, can you name them? Some of
1: them, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that's the interesting thing because wh- I think I think it's both. Um, obviously, you're going to get enemies because of your own sinfulness and and
0: foolishness and stupidity. Well, the way that you termed it uh, was being a jerk. Correct. Yeah. I being think, a jerk, you can have enemies. Sure. I, I
1: I think have I have I earned some enemies from. Uh, from sinful things I've said or done or, you know, of course I have those. Um, But we're not talking about those. On Sunday we were talking about enemies that you have just because of believing in God or following God. Um, And and, and you can gain those in so many different ways. I mean, just literally in the office, you know, people knowing that you go to church or that you're a Christian— they can target you mm-hmm. or just by the way you live your life. You know, like we, we talked about, there's lots of different ways to gain enemies. Um Like uh um, you, you have like insecure people, you know, like, and these happen all the time, you know, like uh there's, there's, and I, the example I gave was like, let's say there's this guy and, and he's married and his wife is constantly pointing to this other couple, like mm-hmm. look at them and look at how they do things. And, the, and, and, And he all of a sudden has a grudge against them Mm. because their life is reflecting things in his flaws in his own life that he doesn't like to admit. And so he's insecure about that. So he makes an enemy out of this couple. And here's the thing that couple has no idea A, that they even have an enemy, Mm -hmm. B, what they've done to, but they're going to notice that whenever they're around them. Like that he like makes little digs or, or what he's going to do is he's going to start planting seeds of, of, um, uh, of like hypocrisy in his wife's eyes of like, well, uh, see, I saw him do that. Like, they're not as good. They're not as good. And and it's going to become a point of tension that um, they might even lose that friendship as a couple altogether mm. because she's just like, I, I'm so sick of him you know, constantly tearing us down. Like I've, I've had these situations where like a couple pulls away and it has nothing to do with you at all. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It has to do with an internal insecurity in their own lives. And you have friends that do this, you know, that, you know, uh, pull away or, um, just start kind of belittling you or, you know, like, oh my goodness, when we talk about youth group, (laughs) like, you know, conversations about, you know, you get with these girls, And they start talking about the drama at school and the, you know, like so much of it has to do with stuff like this of like insecurities and, you know, but we talk about, you know, when it comes to, to God, there are people that are going to make you an enemy just because of their own insecurities, because the way you live your life, because you don't drink or because you don't swear or because you guys do go to church or because you have the little picture perfect family. And they, they, try to tear that down because they don't like what it makes them feel internally. Mm-hmm. So they try and attack that and make you not look as perfect. Um, you know, you have the jealous people that, that look at your blessings and, and God, you know, doing things for you. And this happens internally and externally for the church. The people on the outside are like, oh, those Christians, you know, like, and um, and they're jealous of your lives and stuff like that. Um, And and then internally, especially that happens with, you know, well, your prayers are getting answered and you have this and you have this and, and they make an enemy out of you. You know, Mm -hmm. they, they're going to talk about you. They're going to, um, try and hurt other people's opinions of you because they're just jealous. Uh, and then you have the conflict people that, um, I mean, politics is a huge one. Like you're on that side. You're my enemy. Mm -hmm. You, you support that movement. You're my enemy. Mm -hmm. You don't support that movement. You're my enemy. You have that philosophy. You're my enemy. You know, like that. People just it does not care the person. It's if you subscribe to this, and Christianity is one of those. Yeah, I mean, like, it, and the LGBT is a big part of that. You know, like that's always when I'm when I'm asked when I, someone asks, you know, what do you do? And I say, I'm pastor that that's always the question is like, well, what kind of church is it? Like, what, where do you stand on this? Like, that's always the question. And immediately it's a, it's a judgment for or against, you know? Um, And then within the church, you have, you have a couple ones, uh, you know, you have the prideful person. I'm sure you've dealt with this with music. Um, You know, you have the person that uh, believes they're the best at singing or guitar or drums or they are, they should be on the board cause they have the best decisions or they mm-hmm. should be this. And they just cannot handle if you don't agree, if you don't think as highly of them as they do, yeah. you're an enemy and it's, well, how dare you? And how, you know, like you, you know, um, and that gets awkward, you know, for, for, um, you know, like I, I've had it in the past where, uh, like we, we've, we've, Uh, interviewed people like at my previous church and in our church here you know we've interviewed people and decided not to select somebody for staff and then you see them at there's a big conference in phoenix every year for the lutheran church Mm -hmm. you know and you see them down there and it's you know like how how dare you not think i was worthy to Mm -hmm. be at your church you know like and it's like come on it's not it's about what's the right fit not who's the best you know like um, but you gain enemies that way. Inflexible people, and luckily Grace Hill's not bad about this. But um, I mean, definitely there are churches that you know you make one change. You you know, like my father-in-law has a traditional church, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were putting up TVs in the sanctuary mm-hmm. so that people could you know because they had some elderly that um, were having trouble reading the hymnals, you know, and they were going to put TVs up, and it was. All that was on the TV was just the words of the hymnal right. blown up. And like he had like five people leave the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Leave because they put a TV in mm-hmm. so that people could read the hymnals. You know, like that, that there are just these inflexible people that you make any change, you're their enemy. Mm-hmm. They hate you. Um, and then there's the unrepentant people that um, they have sinned in their life. And if you call that out in any way, they hate you. They don't want to repent. They don't want to change. And then the biggest one that we had talked about was they are just evil people. And when we look at the story of Nehemiah 4 through 7, that's what we see is there's these two. I mean, really, it's Sambalot. That's his name is the the ringleader. And he just gathers more and more people. Um, he gets Tobiah to come with him. But then they get like the different armies and stuff to support them. And um, And there's just evil people that just look at you. And they, they hate God and they want to hurt anybody that is for or working in uh, what God would want to do or believes in God. And they're just making an enemy out of you <clears throat> to destroy you. And so all of us have enemies. If you, and, and that's the thing. Some people are like, well, I don't have any enemies. Uh, you, you have enemies that you don't even know about mm-hmm. that look at us with a broad stroke and just say, if you're showing up there. At any point, you're my enemy. You know, like all of us have enemies. Um, and so how do we handle that opposition? Because how we handle the opposition, going back to the theme of what we're doing in Nehemiah, God is not rebuilding a city. Functionally, that's what he's doing. But really what he's doing is he's reestablishing a holy people. Because Nehemiah is going to help them rebuild the temple and the wall and secure the city so that Jerusalem can become the the epicenter of the the faith again and usher in the messiah returning because he knows that the messiah has to return to is going to come to jerusalem Mm -hmm. and if jerusalem is not rebuilt then the messiah can't come and so he's rebuilding the city and as soon as that plan goes into motion opposition comes because satan doesn't want that um and so uh so yeah we all have enemies because of our, our faith,
0: mm-hmm. known and unknown, seen and unseen. Yeah. And uh, one of the pieces that you that you discussed was, you know, hold a uh, a sword in one hand, you know, and, and rebuild right. with the other. Right. You know, not yeah. not to not to be the aggressor, but to defend and protect. Right. What you're trying to do in in, in God's name and to His glory. Uh, and I think that's maybe where people get tripped up. Yeah, You know, sometimes, um, you feel like you have to go on the offensive, just, you know, a natural, a natural way of defending yourself is to be on the offensive.
1: We're not, we're not called as Christians to be on offense. We're called to be on defense. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, what what we talked about in the sermon is what do you do with your enemies? Cause there's two responses, fear or anger, you know? And we talked about fear though, that you know, we're not called to be afraid of them. We're not called to give in. And cause that's what enemies want. They want to bark real loud to get you to comply with whatever they want. Um, and, and a lot of people can't handle conflict. A lot of people don't like anyone not liking them. And I talked about this, that there's this group of Christianity that says, well, if you just love people, they'll love you back. And if you're kind to people, they'll be kind to you back. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is any animosity or anger, or if there is anyone that, you know, is hurt by that, they can't handle that. And they're like, well, I must be wrong, or, or Christianity must be wrong, or this point of doctrine must be wrong. Because if you were doing everything right, everyone would love you and everyone would be a part of, you know, supportive of you. You know, so if anyone's offended by what we say, or if anybody um, is hurt by what Christianity stands for, then that that point must be wrong Mm -hmm. and and what i pointed out was no you're wrong look at jesus jesus did everything perfect i mean who could hate a guy that's healing people Mm -hmm. teaching people about salvation
0: yeah i mean they hated him while he was healing them yes like in the immediate aftermath he heals people and they're like he's from satan yeah right they hated him yeah
1: you know, like, and, he and
0: healed them today? Yeah. He wasn't allowed to do <laughs> How that dare today. He?
1: Yeah. Um and, and I mean like inflexible was definitely what Jesus dealt with was inflexible people. Yeah. Um but you you can look at Jesus' ministry and see that yeah, even doing all the good things gets you enemies. Mm-hmm. And and look, there's not a person alive that at some point hasn't been jealous or angry at a goody two shoes. Like, all of us, you know, like, there's someone that just is the golden boy or the golden girl mm-hmm. that just gets it all right, you know, and we're always, you know, like, and that was Jesus. He did everything right, and people hated him. Yeah. So you're wrong if you're sitting there saying, um, if anyone's opposed to you or if anybody's offended, you know, like, or hurt,
0: then you must be wrong. It must be and, me. Yeah, yeah. It must be me. I'm, I have to change. I have to fix that. No. And that's or, fear. Or or I have to give in. Relent. Okay, yeah. yeah. Just give, like yep. come to the middle on, on, on right. any particular issue. <clears throat> it's just not true. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and Satan is going to, for those that don't like conflict, Satan's going to bring conflict, mm-hmm. you know, cause he wants you to fear and he wants you to comply. Um, and so, you know, we talked about number one, you can't be afraid. You should not fear your enemies. Um, Jesus is the one who says like, you want hmm. something to fear fear for your father in heaven, yeah. who's going to judge your soul. And that's, I mean, Jesus, it, for everybody that's like, Jesus is all love and forgiveness. Like, no, Jesus also says that we need to fear and respect God mm-hmm. because he, he does hold our our eternity in his hands. Um, and so we, we're not to fear our enemies. Um, our enemies want to take God's place, in our lives, you know you listen to the things your the enemies of Christianity say, like "Do this or else and and comply or we'll make your life a living hell mm-hmm. and we'll cancel you and what you know you need to do what we say, and you know like they're they're trying to take god 's place in your life, like if you do this, you 'll make us happy mm-hmm. and you 'll please us, and we won 't hurt you like that they 're trying to play God, mm-hmm. and they 're not like we listen to what God says um and the, the way you get that fear off of you, that spirit of fear that the Bible talks <clears throat> about, is by replacing it with the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. When you feel that fear over you and you're like, I am afraid of what these people are saying or doing or thinking about me. Um, you just pray like, Holy Spirit, take this spirit of fear off me and replace it with you. Like, mm-hmm. wrap me in your spirit where I am emboldened and I am safe and I am loved and I am uh, assured that that I am... I'm who I'm called to be, and I'm doing what you would have me do, and, um, and and you replace that so that you can you can move forward. And then, yeah the the second the second bad thing is sometimes we respond with anger, and we had to talk about that. That sometimes when we're opposed, we come out swinging, um, and uh, <clears throat> and we play the games that because Satan he he wants two things. He wants, with opposition, he either wants you to be so fearful that you'll comply and give in, or he wants you to get so angry that you look no different than him. Mm-hmm. A- and too often, you know, yeah, that's what you see is we we get opposed and we attack back mm-hmm. and we play their games back and we we, you know... Do the same tactics and the same words and the same harshness and the same, you know, you have this like happening in families, you know, where like one person can't stand, you know, the, you know, uh, I mean, I've had multiple counselings like this where there's one person in the family that, that despises Christianity. So like at a family gathering at Thanksgiving or something, they just start calling out the hypocrisy of the person that goes to church. Mm-hmm. And like, you did this and you've done this. And who do you think you are? And what does the person do back? Right back at him. Yeah. Well, you're this and you're this no, what, and you're about, this and you're this, aboutisms? you know, and all of a sudden they, they, you know, are yelling at mm-hmm. each other and sharing all the worst of each other and calling each other names and, you know, all this kind of stuff. They win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They win. Cause they, They got to prove that you're no different than them, that they're, you know, that we as Christians, part of the way that we show that we are a called apart people, which is what Nehemiah is all about. How do we show that we are set apart? How do we follow God in a way that is faithful to him? Part of that is how you handle opposition and that we can't respond with fear and we can't respond with anger, that we respond exactly how Nehemiah did, that we defend and stay on mission. Mm -hmm. That that we are called to to fight at some point, but it's only when our loved ones and our our way of life is in danger.
0: Yeah, it, it, and when it gets in the way of of God's mission, you know, if we're if we're focused and working towards what God's mission is, and that's under attack, then we're called to defend that. Not not to you know protect our ego or it's our, not about us will. right yeah um
1: and that's what we see happen is you know his people start to get fearful um the enemy start to threaten to kill them the family from far away is saying leave jerusalem come home and he goes look here's what we're gonna do we're gonna keep building and so in on one hand they had the the trowel you know to keep <laughs> building bricks and in the other hand they had the sword <laughs> and he's like you see somebody coming defend defend but otherwise, and now, and it's important. They they didn't go out and attack. They didn't gather an army and go attack their enemies. Um, they they simply said, "Okay, you want to try and stop us from doing the mission that God has for us? You, you, you're gonna if you if you approach us and attack us, mm-hmm. we're, we're ready to fight." Yeah. Um, and and you know I got into politics a little bit because I do want to kind of counter that that idea of like. Well, true Christians turn the other cheek and true Christians just give in and true Christians Mm -hmm. uh, stay out of politics. And, you know, like, it's like, well, no, if you let your enemies, the enemies of Christianity, control all of politics and control what's happening in our schools and control what's happening in our world and control what's legal and what's not and control where all of our money goes Mm -hmm. in taxes. Then you're going to find a world that is very hostile, dangerous, and harmful to the Christian. Yep. So, a hundred percent, Christians should be in politics. A hundred percent, and if we believe to be true that God's way is the right way, that God's way is a way that blesses, you know, life and life flourishes under God's law and God's protection then we would want that for everybody, yeah. our enemies and us. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the, the big point of it is this. We defend what's ours. We need to put boundaries in place so that our our freedom of religion is always protected. We need to put boundaries in place that our kids are free to believe what they want to believe mm-hmm. on, on faith. Uh, we need to put boundaries in place that we are free to worship as we're allowed to worship mm-hmm. and believe what we're allowed to believe and do marriages the way we, we are called to do marriages and don't do marriages that are not... You know, like we need to put boundaries in place so that we are protected to follow God the way we need to follow God. Mm -hmm. Um, But we don't go on the offensive against those on the other side because they're the mission. Right. You know, you know why Nehemiah didn't go out and slaughter all the the Ammonites? Because they were supposed to save the Ammonites. Mm -hmm. They were building Jerusalem back up and getting the temple going so that the Ammonites would hear about God and come and be saved. Yeah. So, like, you defend so that so that you don't so that the mission doesn't get thwarted. But you have to remember that those on the other side are the mission. Yeah. The, the you know, as you're sitting there and you're getting all ticked off, looking at <coughs> Twitter or the news and politics and all that. Um, that person you're getting ticked off at, that's on the other side. That's the one that you're hoping is to saved.
0: Save. Yeah.
1: And that's the challenge. And I got, I did get an email afterwards, uh, saying like, you know, Nehemiah four four, you know, when he's praying to God and he's like, "Hey, God, don't forgive them and don't, you know, don't blot out their transgressions mm-hmm. and get vengeance on them." And and the email was like, you know, how do you? That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like <laughs> what you said, Pastor. You said, you know, like that we we need to love our enemies, and yeah. it, it doesn't sound like he loves his enemies. Like he's praying that they. That they would get taken captive and and scattered and that they would um, not have their sins forgiven and stuff like that. And and the one thing I said is is there's a difference between his – so my three responses to him were, A, um, the beauty of the Bible is that it shows us the rawness of life. I think a lot of us have prayed that prayer. Like, God, get vengeance on them. Mm -hmm. Like, get them. That we can that we are open to talk to God exactly how we feel, yeah. number two, he is praying for god 's will, like he he 's not saying these are my enemies mm-hmm. he 's saying, God, these are your enemies right they 're trying to stop your temple from being built mm-hmm. they 're trying to stop your and they were that was they weren't they didn 't dislike Nehemiah, right. they hated God, they didn 't want the temple being rebuilt yeah. they didn't this was an evil plan to stop. God's uh um city from being rebuilt so that it could save people yep. so they were against God and he's saying God stop them like get vengeance on them scatter them across <laughs> the the you know globe and, and and you know don't forgive them for trying to block people from your salvation yep. and and you know when we pray thy will be done you know like God we want your will like that's what we're talking about is God anyone that's trying to stop people from hearing about you like God, get get justice on yeah. them. Stop them, mm-hmm. um, because we want them to be saved. But if they're never going to be saved,
0: well, if they're, if they're, yeah, if their path um, is is completely obstructed, uh, is one thing. But if they're going to take if, others down with if, exactly, them, exactly. Yeah, we want them to be stopped. If they're trying to prevent others, and and like the, the, the reality is there is evil. In there this is? world, and there and there has been since the fall. Yep. And we are under constant spiritual warfare. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, look around. Have you Have you read Revelations? I mean, yeah. there The things that that are of this world um, will certainly be preventative to to people coming to 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 Christ and yeah. And, and being we saved. we want
1: people to be saved, but. We do want those that are evil and drawing people to them away from God. We want their their plans to be stopped. Yeah. And we want their we want their plans to be destroyed. You know, like um and so yeah, we we pray for God's will to be done. Cuz yeah, is it appropriate to say, "Hey God, this person ru- cut me off in traffic and wronged me. I want you to no. Cuz you're not God. And that's not Someone thwarting God's plan. Yeah. And I want to be clear about that. Like this isn't individual, like, hey, would get you, my enemies. Follow me around today. Yeah. <laughs> and uh this is this is God someone is trying to stop people from finding you. Yeah. And I pray that you would you would handle that as you should, God. Because yeah. I want your glory and your majesty yeah, to, I, to be
0: renowned. I entrust I entrust that. To you. Justice, yeah, yeah, that's yep. yours. Yep, um, help me to focus on what you yeah. would have me focus on.
1: Yep, and then yeah. and then the third point in that, you know, as you look at, you know, but my response to him on Nehemiah four four is, you know, first, like we have very real prayers, you know, um, and then uh, you have that conversation of, um, uh, you have that conversation about. Um, look, we we do want God to get justice on, on people like that. And then the third one is, um, the power of prayer transforms us. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, almost like (laughs) venting, (laughs) I, sometimes prayer is a vent sure. where you're just, you're, you're swinging away and you kind of swing yourself out of energy, you know, and, and then you're like, okay. And guys, like, all right, like, get it off your chest. Right. And, and then go out there and do what you're supposed yeah. to
0: do and get this, you know, anger out. And, and, and it also helps just, you know, from a, from a, uh, uh saying it out loud. Yeah. You know, ridding yourself of, of whatever internal negative thought is going on, or whatever circular loop yep. is, is taking place, just to say it out loud and be like, okay, uh, okay, let's get priorities straight here. That's uh-huh. not that big of a deal. Said yeah. it, I've given it up. Now focus. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. And so yeah, when we when we look at opposition, all of us are gonna have it. If we if we in any way poke our head out and say, I go to church or I'm a mm-hmm. Christian, you you have enemies all of a sudden, right then. Um you can't respond with fear, you can't respond with anger. We defend and we keep on mission. Mm-hmm. And defend is, is a different in so many different situations. And that's why I said, like, that's why I have counseling times. That's why I have evenings and time slots during the day. and Yeah, I heard you yeah,
0: say, actually, um, that, you know, you want everybody, you want to counsel everybody. I heard you say that. Yeah. Everybody yeah, there. I
1: got time. But, I mean, like, when these things come up and you're like, Pastor, I'm being attacked. Yeah. And I don't know how to respond right. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about. You bet. Because in that response, you could save somebody's life mm-hmm. for yeah. eternity. Because you respond in a different way that they're not used to, that they did not expect, that points to Jesus in some way, shape, or form, or at least leaves the
0: door open to Jesus. And you said that we are a set-apart people. Yeah. That there is, there is something different about us. And that should be evident to those we encounter. It's like yeah. something is different about this person. Now, whether that leads to, you know, jealousy or envy or, um, you know, somebody like saying, well, a hypocrite, you know, I knew you before. Whatever that is, um, shouldn't should dissuade you from, from living out um, God's mission in your own life and, and truly being set apart. So people notice right. something's different here and, um, and, and never retreating, never stepping back from that, never backsliding, right. uh, keep, keep, uh, keep on moving forward with that and, and yeah, be, being prayerful Yeah. because when you are set apart, you're constantly under attack. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just going back. And I say this verse all the time in this world, you will have trouble. Jesus said, because you follow me, you will have trouble. You yeah. will. And you'll be treated like I was treated right <laughs> yeah what did what did uh what did peter say uh um oh, i'm gonna misquote him let me drink from your cup let me drink from the cup yeah and she's like you you can't cannot yeah <laughs> that is not yeah. something that you can do right and you don't want to you think you do but you right. don't. yeah
1: yeah and yeah i mean so like how we're set apart you know all of a sudden, someone's opposing us and like, hey, you better cave on this or you better take that mm-hmm. cross out of your office or you better do this. And when we don't respond with fear of like, oh, please don't cancel me. Please don't you know punish yeah. me. Just, well, if there's consequences, okay. You realize you could get fined or you could get fired. Oh, I hope it doesn't come to that. But yeah. I'm not going to back down. Like, I'm going to defend my right to say I'm a Christian. Yeah. You know, like, and they go, you would be willing to even be fired. Right. You'd be willing for this or this. If, man, that would stink. But if I have to get another job just because I'm not allowed to worship my God Mm -hmm. in truth and purity. um, Okay. Like, that speaks testimony. They go, wow. You would cling. Tell me more about this. You would cling to it that much that you would be willing to say, even if there's consequences, you're not going to be afraid Mm -hmm. of, of our wrath towards you? Well, yeah. And then when... They come at you with opposition and they want you to get angry and argue with them back. And you're going, ah, you know, like that, uh, you you can say that, but you know, like, um, and you, you respond in the right ways and you say things, I can't think of a scenario, but you know, like you don't, you don't respond in anger, but you respond out of love and you know, like, well, yeah, I'd love to take, you know, like, how dare you think this? Oh, I'd love to take time to talk to you about that. And, and I, I hope one day you would see the same way, Yeah, you know, like, what <laughs> you know like that,
0: that that does catch people off guard
1: yeah like yeah. i'm not gonna argue with you you're you're a, a bigot and a blah blah, blah 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 oh i'm so sorry you think that yeah i would love to have time to talk to you and maybe one day you'll see that that's not true
0: yeah
1: like it it speaks volumes to people that and then you know you have to defend and protect we have to be able to have a way to worship our god um it, and look there are places in the world where they don't have the right where they're arrested where they're murdered mm-hmm. i mean there there's parts in Africa where boko Haram and and other uh Muslim terrorist groups are are going into villages you know in Nigeria right now this is happening um where uh where they're showing up to church and they're they're being killed mm-hmm. where their pastor is being they're holding them at gunpoint inside the church, um, and they're they're beating the pastor to death with sticks and rocks mm-hmm. in front of the congregation and telling them, if you show up next week, we'll, we'll do this you to it. you. Yeah. And they're killing their pastor in front of them. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They're showing up the next week.
0: Yeah. With a sword in one hand.
1: With a sword in one <laughs> hand, you know. Um, and their Bible in the other. And, and you, you see faith like that. You see faith like that in China where they're being arrested. Yeah. And imprisoned for, for having a Bible, Mm -hmm. you know, and we don't, we don't want it to get to that in America. Um, But we have the opportunity right now to try and protect and put boundaries in place so that that doesn't happen where our kids are free to worship and our kids are free to believe as they believe um, and it's hard, it's hard right now. Cause there is one giant narrative that is kind of forced on everybody to comply with. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to, we're going to defend and we're not going to be fearful and we're not going to be angry. We're just going to defend and stay on mission.
0: Yeah. Stay on mission. And I'll pursue point to Jesus. Pursue what is, uh, what is righteous and pursue what is true. Yeah. And I think that's next Sunday. Truth.
1: Truth. Next Sunday. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And then we got a lot of fun things to do. I know. Yeah. We got, um, hopefully everybody's checked their emails, but, um, we have a uh, family member only, um, sneak peek nights kind of leading up to two of them, uh, Monday night and a Thursday night, mm-hmm. uh, leading up to our voter meeting on a Monday night where we're going to come together to, to, uh lay out the plan of what we're doing with the building and um uh, i can i can spoil it now like it's all good news <laughs> it's all like we had a great great day on monday like everything came back and it's all great news um and so we're excited to share that with everybody and get going get going on this building yeah um and even that like we were able to bump it up like 2 weeks yeah so like um we can get going even faster so that they can hopefully get everything they need to get done before freeze
0: Happens. So, right. Um it's all good news right now. Yeah, it is. So we're excited. Well, faithful to his mission. Faithful to his mission. And God's blessing it. Yep. You know, prayers answered. Yeah. So it's pretty awesome. It is. It exciting. is exciting. Very awesome. Well, happy seven years. And uh here's to seven times seventy. There you go. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yep. God Bye. bless.